Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. I'm just going to speak this about my husband. His energy and capacity is higher than most humans that I've ever encountered. (laughs) I have both a creative curiosity, but also have like sort of an entrepreneurial curiosity. The best is when something matches those two things together. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Gaines. It will expand your brain. Hey, it's Shauna here with some really exciting news. You can now listen to our entire back catalog completely ad-free, exclusively on Stitcher Premium. Check out all your favorite episodes of Millennial Money, like how to finally master the art of budgeting. In addition to the Millennial Money Archive, you can also listen to every new episode ad-free, as well as tons of other ad-free Wondery shows with hundreds of hours of original content, audio documentaries, and exclusive bonus episodes from some of your favorite podcasts. 
You can sign up now for a free month of Stitcher Premium by going to stitcherpremium.com slash Wondery and using the promo code Wondery. Then once you're signed up, you just download the Stitcher app for iOS or Android and start listening. That's stitcherpremium.com slash Wondery in promo code Wondery. Being in a successful relationship, let alone being married, is tough enough, but when you add another layer of working together and juggling creative projects, in my opinion, you just get to do a huge victory lap if you make that all work. Jeff and I work together, and I'll be honest with you, there are plenty of moments with, we'll call it creative tension, and differing opinions, and it's tough. But at the end of the day, there's really no one else I'd rather build a life and a business with. But it's not for everyone. Today's podcast guests, Drew and Ellie Holcomb, are shining stars in their own right with booming music careers, and they've been able to weave these individual projects from children's books to music festivals, record clubs, and so much more together with joint music tours like the one they're on now, the You and Me Tour, all while balancing being parents to three kids. It's amazing. And I'm, I'm just exhausted saying all of that. But in this money chat with Drew and Ellie Holcomb, we're diving into just how they do it all because honestly, I'm super curious. So Drew and Ellie, I am, I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast. We've had you each separately, so it's great to have you together. But I wanted to start out with asking you guys, what's the biggest lesson you've learned as a couple working together over the years? Oh, man, that's a, that's, a, that's a big question. Well, first off, thanks for having us back on. Good, yeah, good, good to be here. Good to be with you. Uh, I think for us, the biggest thing you can learn as sort of two people managing a life together is, is learning to understand that you have different uh, you have different priorities and you have to make compromises and listen to the other person and not, not, not necessarily try to fight for your position uh, as it relates to, you know, money, time, family, all the different parts of, you know, life that are moving pieces in a relationship. Uh, but learning to actually try to listen and hear the other person and, and to like, you know, put your, uh, put your weapons away. Hmm. That's great, man. I, yeah, I think we, one thing that we have learned to say over the years, uh, is we're on the same team. <laughs> yeah, we have to remind ourselves that. We have to remind ourselves that uh, when we are kind of button heads in, in conflict, it's a really good thing uh, to remember. And it's been a really beautiful thing to kind of learn how to each be our own person and then to encourage the, the gifts and, um, and sort of the vision that the other person has. Uh, it's been beautiful. That's so great. I, I, you know, Jeff and I work together. And so we always have to remind ourselves of those things as well, because it's not easy. But I love to know, you know, thinking about that, how has that then shaped the music that you write? Is it easy to sit down and write music together? Or is that a process in its in itself? Well, no, actually, you know, for years, we wrote music together. And it was, it was really good, but oftentimes, um, sort of disagreeable. Uh, and contentious and so when ellie when ellie got off the road part of the the thing that we needed was to give each other some creative space and so i kind of carried on with my band and my career and then she started her own thing and and in a way we needed the 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 word we kind of use is differentiation you know that it's okay to have different dreams and visions and be each other's biggest cheerleader and you don't necessarily have to participate in everything together and that that is allowed us now that we come back together to, to create together it feels uh 
you know, feels like a, a more healthy experience because we have our own kind of avenues for our creative work that we can speak into each other's lives, but we don't necessarily have to do everything together. Yeah, I think that's great. You know, and I wanted to ask you a little bit of a follow-up question, uh, just because I think there's always a curiosity of couples who work together, like particularly that are in the creative realm that have families and things like that. And you guys work on so many great projects together, whether it's Drew, it's your band, Drew Hookham and the Neighbors, or the tour you're on now, the You and Me tour, and then Ellie, you've got all your own stuff going on and Gosh, Drew, you have the Moon River Festival. Like, there's just so many different projects. So I'm kind of curious, just for my own self-indulgence a little bit, you know, how do you decide what opportunities you guys are going to chase and then what ones just don't fit that you have to let go of? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> You're talking, Drew, I'm just going to speak this about my husband. It, he is... His energy and capacity is higher than most humans that I've ever encountered. <laughs> so he, it's, it's amazing because it feels like we are, we get to be a part of a lot of amazing things um, and projects and dreams. And, and for everyone that we get to be a part of and that people find out about, there are probably, how many would you say, three or four that you've like pursued and let go of? So he is constantly, I always joke and say he starts a new company about once or twice a year. (laughs) Starts a new LLC. Uh, So uh, I think you can probably describe better like what, how you decide what to really pour yourself into and what to let go of. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, especially with the, you know, the the things that I've done that, that are public are like the Magnolia Record Club and the and the festival, you know, mo- both of those ideas sort of uh, were, were marinating for a lot of years. And, uh, you know, see, part of it is just like seeing things around you. I, I have both a creative curiosity, but also have like sort of an entrepreneurial curiosity. And so sometimes the, the best is when something, you know, matches those two things together. And so like, for instance, you know, Ellie got approached by a publisher two years ago uh, about writing a children's book. And it was sort of out of nowhere. It was not any, any sort of in any sort of plan or vision that she had, except when they started telling her about it, she was like, well, I love children's books and I love children. And this seems like a really fun idea. I'm going to say yes to it and pursue it. And so uh, it's gone really well. The, the, the book sold out Christmas and, you know, they're reprinting it and all this kind of stuff. And um, but for us, I think a lot of it is just these long, like late night conversations over a glass of wine talking about like, you know, dreams are great, but like dreams come true, become things you have to manage. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, there's like all these questions about time and priorities. And so now that we have three kids, we have to sort of go, okay, if I, if I do this, we, we, there's this particular idea that I've been working on for like six months and it was really kind of moving down the, down the road. And we decided to put, push pause on it because basically some folks in that space who I respect were telling me like, this is going to take three times more of your time than you think it is. And unless you're ready to give it that, you need to push pause. And so, you know, it's learning the like kind of respect wisdom of people who've done things before, but also, you know, not giving up on, on, on your, on your dreams as long as you have the making wise financial choices along the way and, and wise time management choices. Yeah, we've had the privilege of, we have incredible managers. Our managers are actually married to each other. 
<laughs> so it feels like a big family. Um, but I think we have learned too, um, with all the, with all the different aspects of the, the, uh, you know, endeavors that we've pursued creatively, we've been really blessed to have incredible partners. Yeah, so great knowing that we don't have to do it alone, that we can bring other people into sort of the dreams that have become realities. Um, that has been a huge deal to, in terms of learning how to manage dreams. Wow, that's so great. Drew, it sounds like we were almost born of the same flesh. <laughs> um, I, I always <laughs> I always tell people that I think I like came out of the womb with like my first business idea. Um, and I just, you know, I haven't stopped yet. You know, I think the first time uh, Jeff and I went on a date, I was like, okay, like full disclosure here, I come up with like a new business idea, literally almost every second. So <laughs> you just gotta, you gotta stay up with the program. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But I, I would love to know, like, especially with, uh, you know, being in a creative field, like so many listeners I know are wanting to make a transition from like, maybe they've had a dream of, of getting into music or something other artistic, but, you know, whether it's their family or, or those, you know, fear and, and, and dread voices in their head that kind of keep them stuck where they are. Is there any advice that you would give either from your own story or just for stuff that you've picked up along the way of like, how can we give ourselves permission to try something new? Yeah, I, I think for me, the biggest thing is, is that keeps people from, you know, doing, pursuing their dreams, uh, especially in, the, in that sort of way is, is a fear of failure. And it's, it's those voices that say like, you're, you know, you don't know how to do it. You don't have what it takes. And I think for me, the biggest thing is recognizing that failure is a huge part of the journey mm. and that absolutely yes no matter what you do you will 100 percent fail at it at some point and that that is actually like a, a part of the journey it's a part of the progress like every good idea has multiple failures along the way before it becomes a success and so i think you know for me now for instance with touring like we'll try things on tour sometimes and they'll be like a total disaster and you, and instead of where I used to, before I could sort of recognize the, the importance of, of, of the failure and the disappointment, I would have been just all in my head about why did it not work? How can we do it better? Instead, now I can just laugh it off and say, all right, that didn't work. Let's try something different or let's, let's tweak it a little bit. Or, uh, you know, we got bad news about this idea, you know, like how do we, how do we, you know, kind of, how do we problem solve, but not let it become like this personal weight of failure. Uh, I think that's a really important one, at least that has been a really important one for me. And then I think secondly, uh, I think it's okay for people. I think there's a little bit of the, the sort of entrepreneurial culture today that, that tells you, you know, you have to kind of jump a hundred percent all in all the time of your dreams. In some ways it's okay to do things on the side and see if they work before you, you know, it's like quits their job and, you know, build a, a carpentry shed in their backyard and starts making furniture before they have customers. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, it's a way like a, a really good friend of mine in Nashville, he was a pharmaceutical sales rep and he got really into selling like reclaimed wood. And it started off as just a side thing. Like he would do it from four to seven every night and go meet people. And slowly but surely it became clear that he had enough of a customer base <laughs> and enough resources and the demand in the market and the demand in the market for, for his thing was high enough that he was able to quit his job and start this company. It's called Goodwood Nashville. And now he's got like, I want to say like 
15 or 16 employees and it's been around for about six years. He just bought a big commercial building, but it all started with him doing it while he was working his regular job. And so I think that there's a spectrum of time that people can give their dreams before they have to just like, you don't have to just quit your job and jump in. You can, you can side hustle. Side hustle. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. This side hustle is a great thing these days. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works you sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off.
When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash E-T-M for your extended 30-day free trial. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. On the road again, like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. We're the best of friends, insisting that the world keeps turning our way. Oh, and our way is on the road again. I just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again I can't wait to get on the road again 
So we'll jump back to the rest of Drew and Ellie's interview after quick ask Shauna from Jared. And Jared says, hey, Shauna, I've been listening for a couple of years passively. I love the episodes, but I just didn't do anything with them. I know, crazy, right? Six months ago, I decided to not only listen, but to actually research some of your guests, apply what you talk about, especially the whole mindset around money bit. And honestly, I'm kind of shocked at what happened. I started to feel better about my money, but more than that, about everything. I was hopeful again, and I can't say I've been that way in a long time. I know it's strange to hear a guy write this, but it's true, and so I had to share it. I had given up on some of my goals that now I see a path towards, like, buying my first house and just being debt-free. I paid off $7,000 in student loan debt in the last six months just because I applied what you're talking about. That was just in six months. If you ever think about stopping this podcast, I'm going to be knocking on your door. So I'm just curious, what do you think it is? Do you cast some magical spell in us that listen, or why did this suddenly work? P.S. Thanks so much. Well, Jaren, my friend, <laughs> I had to share this on the episode because it's just such a great story. Thank you so much for, for sharing this and for being honest. You know, $7,000 paid off in six months is nothing to laugh at. I mean, that is amazing success just in itself. And I love this question because the funny thing is the answer has absolutely nothing to do with me. Although I love the idea that I cast some magical spell. That's super fun for me. But it really has everything to do with you. You did the work. You made changes to find that $7,000, however you did it, whatever you cut back on or whatever you changed in your thinking or how you started to track your expenses. I don't know the process that you went through, but you did it. You found it. And you decided that tackling your money goals could be empowering and not daunting, which is always the message that I'm trying to get across. I know that it takes all of us, we may need to hear that message like a million times. Maybe we get it the first time. For me, it took like not a million times, but a lot of times before I was like, oh yeah, right. I actually can feel good about this stuff. You got up each morning and you thought good thoughts around money. That's all you, buddy. That really has nothing to do with me. I'm just here to, to guide you, to ask you questions, and hopefully expose you to new ideas, new technology, just different things that can help make your life better, but more importantly, you know, can help you achieve those goals that you want to. So to anyone else that's listening, there's no difference between Jared and you. You can do the exact same thing. Sure, I know you're working with different numbers. You're in a different situation. You probably live somewhere. I don't even know where Jared lives. Where do you live, Jared? <laughs> but you probably live somewhere different. But who cares? Get up. Get active. You've got important stuff to do. And the world needs you to be the best version of you. And that starts with being good with yourself, thinking good money thoughts, being active in your finances. This is a day-in, day-out thing. You can't ignore this for weeks or months or years and expect that anything is going to change. You got to do the work every single day, but it's not work. 
And that's really what I want to, to change in your mindset. It's not work. It's just using your money as this tool, this amazing tool to help you live the life you want to live. And Drew and Ellie Holcomb in this interview, they share the exact same message. If you're listening to what they're saying, that's exactly what they've done. So why can't you do it too? I have been a long lost pilgrim Built my home on fragile faith I've been the victim and the villain Still the father to my children Owner of a heart that's slow to change What about you, Allie? Like coming back from, you know, taking some time off, like being a mom, like were you fearful at all about getting back into music or was it just something that felt like a a normal, natural transition? (laughs) I love that question. Uh, I was scared to death. Uh, to actually <laughs> make a jump. And for, for me, it was starting a Kickstarter campaign. Um, it felt the, the natural part felt like the songwriting and the, the music making that was just coming out of me. And, and it always has since I was in high school. It's just writing songs is like breathing in some ways, it's just kind of how I process the world and, and my faith and my life. And the things I see around me. And so that part felt really natural. But um, having been in Drew's band for eight years, I, I know I, I don't like walk into starting a music career blindly. Like I'm like, there's a cost to this. Like this is not just easy. Like, you know, you make sacrifices to, to pursue your dreams and, and uh, when you're starting something new. And so when we did that, when we launched the Kickstarter campaign, I felt like I was going to throw up. I was so scared. <laughs> I remember, I just, yeah, I, I remember the night before Drew couldn't tell you about the conversation, but I was like, uh, never mind. I don't want to do this. <laughs> and it, in a lot of ways, it's what Drew said earlier. I was like, if I don't hit this goal, you know, I'm going to fail in front of everybody. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm really grateful that sort of, it felt like there was this invitation to share these songs that I really thought were just for me. It felt like this invitation to share them with a lot of other people. And, uh, and sort of that invitation and, and sort of the question mark of the adventure that that could take me on. Uh, I'm really glad that I didn't let fear keep me from kind of jumping off that cliff. (laughs) I love sharing that story, though, because I think, you know, especially any musician, we think like, oh, it's just easy. Like they just get up there and they have a talent and they play. But I I love hearing the, you know, the behind the scenes fear moments because that's the reality for all of us. So anytime I have the opportunity to speak to a couple, especially one that works together, I always 
you know, I have to ask a money question that everybody always wants to know. You know, how do you, both of you approach having tough money conversations in, uh, in particular when it comes to, you know, launching some of these different projects? Is there a way that you've figured out of being able to, to talk to each other about stuff that we don't really like to talk about? Yeah, we, um, we sort of established about eight years ago when, when things were really sort of kind of starting to make sense where the, the music seemed like it was actually going to become a real job and things like that. I guess we'll see. Actually, no, it was more like 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 or 11 years ago. Where we, we put ourselves on a strict um, salary that we sort of had this LLC that had all the, you know, all the income from the music went into it and we paid ourselves the salary. And so we never made any decisions. We never spent any money that would have kept us from being able to pay our bills. So if it was like, oh, man, we got asked to go on this tour, but the, the budget is really sh- small and they're going to go to all these places, but the tour is going to cost us you know, $6,000. And it's like, we don't have, we do this tour and cost $6,000 and we don't have any money to pay our bills in July. We just have to, you know, so we would say, well, that makes, we, don't need, we don't need to do that tour. And this is a hard decision to make. Yeah, it's a very hard decision to make. But we, we just made the decision that, you know, having a having stability in our lives as far as being able to meet our, our, our life expenses is an important way. You know, if, if your work can't sustain your, your – and now obviously that requires also, like, living at a really, like, simple means, which is what we were doing at the time. We budgeted. We budgeted really <laughs> well. So and, and now what that looks like is we basically said – um, you know, obviously our career is going well. We, we have a fantastic sort of financial situation in, in a way, but we also still like, take a lot of risk with our, you know, different businesses we're building and, and stuff like that. But we save first. Yeah. You know, like we are very, very like consistent, eager savers, you know, like setting up retirement accounts, like the simple, basic things that don't sound like super rock star. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, like I want to tell every 24 year old, like, hey, you're self-employed. If you if you have the capacity to, even if it's a hundred bucks a month or fifty bucks a month, put money into a Roth IRA. You know, get health insurance or at least basic, you know, uh, catastrophe insurance. Like some of these things that can ruin the things that can ruin your dreams faster than anything are like, you know, bankruptcy and, uh, you know, being in massive piles of debt. You know. So making like wise financial choices has always been a huge part of our decision making process. Yeah, that's great. And then also to counter that, you know, I talk about, you know, having fun with your money, too. It's not all saving and investing, even though that stuff, of course, is like super, super important. We got to live and enjoy life, too. So I'd love to ask you each. I know that you uh, recently got um a, your very favorite kind of old bronco car that you that you splurged on but i'd love to know like what's your favorite thing to splurge on these days i love that question we are big believers in the uh, you know saving of course but also in celebrating and so um it's it's been really fun. I would say our number one thing that we're like that we enjoy spending uh, the margin money on, or really saving for, is travel and experiences. Yeah. So we we generally every year we we take a trip 
uh, and it's nothing fancy. It like this year it was Asheville, just where we live. Just because we have a newborn. Yeah, we have a newborn. Um, but we call it a state of the union. And so uh, we look back at the year past, just experiences that we had as a family with career, things that went well, things that we failed at. And we, and then uh, we look at the finances from that year. And then we look ahead to the year in front of us and make a plan both of how to save and, and, and invest in the businesses that we have, but also how to celebrate. And so we kind of, you know, throw some money over the fence into savings files for, for the art of celebration and travel is probably our favorite way to do that. Yeah. We went to, uh, Patagonia for 10 days about two years ago for our 10 year anniversary. Wow. They really, really cool, like eco lodges, like luxury eco lodges, and did hiking and uh, kayaking on the glaciers and horseback riding, horseback riding, ice trekking. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> it's awesome. And then we also try to do one of our big things we like to kind of splurge on is we throw a big New Year's Eve party for our friends every year and we. You know, we, we hire a bartender and we get a bunch of nice champagne and just have a big kind of like, you know, it, 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 like you said, it's important when you uh, when you achieve some of your dreams, if you don't if you don't celebrate them in some ways, it's kind of like, what's the point in, in dreaming anyway, if you're not going to celebrate when some, some of those things come true? Yeah. Totally. I love that. Okay. I want to do a little lightning round as, as we wrap things up here. So, uh, we just kind of ping pong back and forth. Uh, maybe we start with Ellie and then we'll go to Drew. So what was the last song you listened to? That's not your own. Oh, probably Maggie Rogers. The first track from that record is <laughs> so good. What about you, Drew? Uh, the last song I listened to was, uh, Thousand Times by Hamilton Lighthouser. Nice. All right. What, um, any other music duo that inspires you both? Hmm. Awesome. I mean, Abner and Amanda, probably. Yeah, we love them a lot. Kindred, they are kindred spirits. That's a good answer. I would have to agree with you. (laughs) Um, what was the last TV show that you guys had, uh, Netflix and chilled to as a couple? Man of the High Castle. That's great. I love that. All right. Uh, Drew, I'd love to know if you had to describe Ellie in three words, what would you say? Uninhibited joy. Oh, that's two words. But they're important <laughs> if they go together. Uninhibited joy and laughter. That's good. Saying, Hold on. Let me, let me just learn that. Yeah, Uninhibited yeah. joy and mother. Very good. What about uh, Ellie? What about for Drew? I would say intentional, honest, adventure seeking. <laughs> Ooh, nice. That sounds like that's a good combination. Good <laughs> yeah. combination. Yeah, other than, of course, you know, Jeff and I being your answer, but if you could pick any duo or couple that you'd, you know, inside music or outside music that you'd want to go on a double date with, who would it be? Oh, for sure, Barack and Michelle Obama. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I think that would make for a a very good double date. Wow, guys, we have covered so much today. You guys are awesome. Uh, Jeff and I are just huge fans. As we wrap up, I'd love to know 
from each of you, what's one piece of advice that you could share with the listeners about how they could think about building a strong connection with their partner when they're balancing careers, working together, family? Is there any like one gem that you'd want to leave them with? Oh, yeah. I would say uh, be intentional about spending time together with just the two of you. (laughs) The dividends are high. I would, I would add to that. I think being, especially with kids, taking intentional like time away from everything else, including your kids, to, to get a night away or a weekend away, you know, once, twice, three times a year, I think will we'll kind of always keep you reminded of the fact that you fell in love with this person, uh, not just to like, practically live life together, but because they inspire you and and they make you a better version of yourself. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Well, tell listeners where they can go to hear more about the You and Me Tour and then everything else, uh, Drew and Ellie Holcomb. Well, both have our own website, uh, DrewHolcomb.com. EllieHolcomb.com. And we're both on all the, you know, Spotify, Apple Music and all that sort of stuff. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, Instagram, uh, Drew Holcomb Music. Ellie's is just Ellie Holcomb, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, anywhere on the on the uh, Google machine will take you take you to us. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's absolutely free and you'll make sure you never miss an episode of Millennial Money. You can also listen to all our episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher and Pandora. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.